0: This year feels totally different. There's a lot of people that are signed up for these competitions and not just people, but some really high caliber athletes. And that's what I really think is noteworthy in terms of progression.
1: fans we're back live at masters fitness championship 2023 and brian friend's going to join us once again brian showed up and quite frankly we shared the most awkward handshake you could ever possibly have i wasn't sure which direction he was going so we kind of went for the you know the old the soccer shake and then then the normal shake and then the fist bump and it was just a cluster so uh brian thanks for joining us and not running off after that disaster
0: yeah, it was awkward, but, you know, sometimes that makes people get a little closer.
1: <laughs> well, so talking to Brian this morning, a little bit last night, one of the things that he really mentioned was uh, was the team division and, and some of the, maybe not the changes, but maybe the developments that we've seen in the team division. Brian, what are you seeing this weekend?
0: Yeah, I know last year when I spoke to some of the organizers here that they were excited about introducing opportunities for master's team divisions but there wasn't a necessarily a ton of participation and maybe some people were kind of like let me see what it is this year this year feels totally different there's a lot of people that are signed up for these competitions and not just people but some really high caliber athletes and that's what I really think is noteworthy in terms of progression you know you you always have this question in CrossFit as a whole how often can people compete and competing on a team seems to kind of dampen the blow that the body takes a little bit and when you're 40 50 60 years old that becomes even that much more important but if you look down the rosters of the team divisions here and i maybe i'm forgetting someone but you have carl jeffrey 60 plus shannon shanna bunts and linda elston teaming up together cheryl brost jen ryan ron ortiz that's at least six athletes doing team competitions here with multiple podium finishes at the CrossFit Games under their belt. some of them are champions at the CrossFit Games, some of them are even multiple time champions. The cool thing about that is that they're doing it with someone else. Only one of those two, that Shanna and Linda are teamed up together, everyone else is paired up with someone else. So they're out there, you know, they're some of the best in the world in their divisions, but they're competing with someone who is maybe not a CrossFit Games champion or podium finisher, giving them an opportunity to compete. They're out here competing against other people in a less maybe intimidating or demanding environment where they can be having fun and be on the floor with other people who are their peers that maybe look up to them. And I I think that as we've seen some of the elite athletes start to partake in team competitions, elite individual athletes in the off season, that could be a trend that we start to see on the Masters side too. So MFC giving that opportunity to Masters to create teams, come out here, have fun and compete together, I think there's some potential for that to grow as we go forward.
1: Yeah, you talk about the, um, you know, the, the longevity that it helps and and you know allows you to kind of maybe compete a little bit more, maybe have a little bit more fun. You know, you, you talk about Ron Ortiz actually, um, his teammate Robbie Davis, 2018 CrossFit Games champion, and and I, we haven't seen Robbie. Robbie has not competed in CrossFit since 2018, so he's been five years out. Comes back, joins Ron, um, and, and so that's been a fun team to watch.
0: And they're not even winning.
1: They're not even <laughs> winning. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Rob. <Ryan>. Sorry, <laughs> Rob. <Ryan. laughs>
1: That's right. You're, you're right. They're not even winning. They're, they're actually They're behind bros with beards. Richard Stevenson and Lon Allen, um, not games champions, but, uh, but well-known uh, CrossFit athletes in the Masters community themselves. Hey guys, this is Kyle with just a quick editor's note. I just said something really stupid. Both Lon Allen and Richard Stevenson are former games athletes. Here's the worst part. I knew that because I've been there to watch those guys specifically. In 2021, Lon took eighth and in 2022, Richard took second. So Richard was even on the podium. So. Anyway, I think that might be the last stupid thing I say. Let's get back to listen to all the smart things Brian has to tell us.
0: Yeah, and that, that's the thing is, you know, you're getting people who maybe they're like, I don't know if I want to do an individual three-day competition. Team sounds fun, yeah. and they can still get out here. They're still having fun. They're part of the community. They're out on the floor setting an example. I, I think it's a great thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and honestly, the... The closest race that we have all weekend is in the men's 30 to 39, and and I, you want to talk about some some athletes uh, having a lot of fun there. I mean, we've got that one. Is, there's there's two or excuse me, three teams separated by two points. Two teams tied for first at 15 points. One team that was in first now in second by one point. So we got 15, 15, and 16. And and I you know I, I'm I'm just kind of looking right now as quickly as I can, trying to figure out how many first each plate each person has. Um, but here's the deal. So, yeah, if
0: it's going to be a crazy <laughs> final event, anyway you slice it, these teams have basically been exchanging first, second, third, second, first, third all yeah. throughout the weekend. And yeah, one point, three teams. Yeah, I, you know, it's, I struggle to think of. There's a, maybe a, a less than a handful of times I can think of any competition where you had that many people, teams or individuals, still within one or two points with one event to go. 2019 women in Dubai comes to mind. There were four women who could still win. With a win on the going into the final, but it doesn't happen very often, and obviously it makes it fun.
1: Yeah, well, and you talk about that—that that everybody with a, with a chance there. The workout itself, with the tension that's going to be in that division, and really, I mean, so it, it's it's probably the closest division. Some of the other other team divisions aren't quite as close, but that one, the workout is kind of a a long grinder. Um, that if you push too hard at the beginning, you're just going to completely blow up because it's so. It, it the event six for the teams, every second counts. Uh, four time. 20 follow-the-leader burpee box jump over. So each person has to do the burpee and box jump over, and then they turn around and come back. And that's 20 apiece, so that's 40 total effectively. Uh, 20 cleans at uh, 185, 125, and then scaled down as, as the age groups go, um, power or squ- squat. And then you go back, you've got uh, 16 burpee box jump over, 16 cleans, 12, 8, 8, 4, 4. And so, well, uh, i tell you what, it, you're going to feel the tension I, I've, I've talked to C.J. Martin before. C.J. likes to program these things that there's, there's almost a slow boat race to the finish, that there's a movement that can't be done quickly, but, but you can make up ground. And so if you talk about, like, a, a, a team burpee box jump over, that's one that there's going to be some hurting people at the end of that.
0: Absolutely, and like you said, everyone has to do the burpee box jump over. And if one of your team's mates start to slow down on that movement – It's already kind of a slow movement. A lot can change in those late rounds when you have a descending rep scheme like that and, you know, the the last three rounds are basically the same as the first round, you know. So you can afford to let a little slack out, but you also can't afford to get too far behind. When you have three teams in the mix like that, the kind of gamesmanship is going to be on display, and I would say it's I probably going to be wary about the team that goes out hot.
1: Yeah. Never – Never, never good to win the first round in in that type of workout.
0: Oh, and the individuals have been doing their version of that workout this morning in the elite division. And I saw uh, Jason Grubb, who has mostly had a command on his division. He was behind the guy who's currently in second place for the entire workout until the last two cleans in the round of four. He saw him put his hands on his knees. He hit the accelerator and and beat him by a rep at the end. So, Golly! You know you can you can yeah. play that game if you have the capacity. You know, yeah. So you got. We'll we'll see and the cleans are not there's no demand for everyone to do the cleans now I think they'll certainly split the load it's a lot of cleans but the way that you split the load is where you're going to see some strategy some people might say hey well I'll do one you do one I'll do one you do one and suddenly what happens if that's your plan in the last round the team that's chasing you just has a guy who has the ability to rip off the last four and you're like wow we yeah. just lost it there on strategy
1: absolutely you, you you brought up Jason Grubb. You know, it was disappointing yesterday. So Grubb and uh, Brigham Abbott were having a head-to-head. Boy, they were. I think they were tied in victories. They were. I mean, they were tied effectively in everything and uh Abbott yesterday on the rope climbs strains his pec so i talked to brigham earlier he, he did the he did the every second counts uh made it through that he's got a bunch of tape on that pack but he's just going to be a a spectator so grub you know kind of with the stranglehold there which was disappointing because man that was a great battle coming into the, the fifth event yesterday
0: yeah and i mean it's uh it's one of those things where the, the, it was close on paper jason gave away some points on the swim and Brigham was pretty good. I mean, quite frankly, has been very impressive. But Jason's margin of victory on the events he was winning was extremely dramatic. And in this scoring style, you, that's not rewarded. Yeah. There's a you know big conversation that's going on for a couple years about potential different scoring systems. Uh, my buddy D- Tyler Watkins the a Z-score performance-based scoring. Now that we're going to do a crash crucible and so you know this is something that programmers organizers they want to think about because insert by implementing certain scoring styles you can keep the races closer if you want to and give someone like brigham who even though he might not be close on every workout can get the better of them on a couple and keep it tight against the best in the world
1: yeah absolutely so lots of lots of exciting races that we're having today we're, we're pretty much halfway through the day here we're, we're kind of moving into the final events teams are going to be heading their final events soon can't wait to watch that um, anything you know you you gave us four four heats or it should be four um, age groups that you were watching anything that you're you're seeing develop anything you're really excited about for the last half of the day
0: i, I think that the like the overall picture that i really like about today's the, the events specifically is these are workouts that you could program in an affiliate i mean obviously you could scale them for your population but it's a it's a bike it's some upper body pulling and it's a kettlebell lunge it's a burby box jump over and it's a clean So these are some of the best in the world in their division, in their age groups, and everyone at home could also do these workouts. There's two things exciting about that. One is it's great when you can watch someone do it, and then you can go and also try it and see what it's like. But secondarily, it's like it doesn't have to be that complicated to be fun, and when it's not that complicated, not that demanding in terms of the skill, that means that you have to want it. And so we're going to see in some of those divisions that you're talking about where the races are tight, where people are going to take the risk, because they know they can do the movements, and we'll just see who has the capacity.
1: Yeah. got got that slow boat race at the end i talked about that already for the individuals with that that uh, overhead walking lunge uh reminiscent of now it won't be with two kettlebells but reminiscent reminiscent of uh tia and cara uh trying to get towards the end I, and i i think you're probably going to see some of that as people are trying to push for that last spot
0: well and the thing that people forget about that year because tia and car were but- battling for the overall win for the crossfit games but Katrin Sarah and Annie actually all beat them on that workout and they were the three of them lunging to the finish and in some of those divisions that I talked about yesterday where there's four women within two spots for the overall lead you could see potentially multiple women lunging and you're going to see who's got that stability control core integrity at the end of three days of competition at the end of that workout with everything on the line to you know get the spot on the podium that they're fighting for.
1: Championship Sunday, living up to its name. Brian, thanks for joining us again. Uh, Hey, stay with us on all of our social media channels. Check our recap this evening, uh, and we're going to get back to work.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Kyle.